0: Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast, brought to you by Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator, so we will be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline McDonald, and I run the Ballard Designs blog,
1: howtodecorate.com. Which, by the way, is awesome. Jumping in here to say, everybody go to our blog. Caroline's got some really good stuff on there. Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> I hope I get it the same shout out. Um, No. <laughs> okay um i'm taryn schwartz and i'm on our product design team
1: at okay you get a shout out so taryn is a really talented artistic girl who sure paints uh, original stuff for us to I print on fabric draws furniture i don't know mm. you're always sitting around doodling amazing stuff and it makes me mad and jealous <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a very sultry voice. Very I know. We have these new morning. headphones,
1: and I can really hear myself. I'm going to try not to do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm Karen Mooney. <laughs> I'm in charge of brand at Ballard, and apparently Sultry is on yeah. brand. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's not at all. <gasps> Welcome.
0: Welcome. Thank you all so much for listening. This is episode 17 and our we have a very special guest um the editor-in-chief of domino magazine one of our favorites jessica rom perez and um we're actually in high point north carolina today or the next couple days taking it on the road so we thought we'd come here and interview people from all over the country all the style makers and um and talk to them, and talk to you about the trends from market that you'll be seeing over the next I don't know, year, eighteen months. Yeah. Um, and so this is one of our first um, episodes from our high point trip.
1: Yeah. We got here yesterday and it's been pouring rain. Yes, it's But we've got people slotted all day to come to our Mm -hmm. cute little space and sit down and chat with us about what they're seeing at market and all that stuff. We felt like it'd be a good chance to get in front of people that aren't normally in Atlanta because everyone in the design world congregates in High Point Mm -hmm. twice a year. So we decided we would too. So we drove down yesterday from Atlanta.
0: We did, yeah.
1: Or up. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, my geography skills are slightly limited.
2: <laughs> yeah, we drove up to
0: North uh, Carolina.
1: Non-existent, really. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, you mind. should probably explain the market in general for those that don't know who are listening. Yeah. You you do you it. You do it, Taryn. You do it. Do, do it. it. Someone. It, it, it's, it's a great a idea. <laughs> <laughs> so twice a year, um, High Point host market, and this is where everyone who is sort of in this business and has for is either showing furniture or all their home decor or they even designers Mm -hmm. with their lines they'll be here Um, suzanne who we work with usually um she has other lines and she shows here for instance um bunny has her home stuff here too Mm -hmm. which is So we get to see that. and So anyway, you come here and you can see what everyone in the marketplace is doing. Yeah, what Um, they all have to offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great resource for designers, too, so that we can all know what's going on. And I love coming because you really get to see what other people are doing and what's cool and what's, you know, Mm -hmm. the new thing. What's
1: happening in the marketplace.
0: One of the things that I love about Market, and it's the same at um, America's Mart, um, which comes to Atlanta, it's a similar um, event. Twice a year, everyone comes together. It's a wider range of... um, Goods it seems like in market. There's more, more gifts and, yeah, gift like and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the thing that I was going to say is that I love, you can walk around to all these different businesses and they're all, um, or vendors really, I guess. And they're all from different parts of the country. Sometimes they're in different parts of the world, but you can really see these um, themes start to emerge, even though all these people are little silos of different, you know, creatives and different visions, but you can kind of start to see trends emerging, you know, or even if it's not as big as a trend, but just little things where you're like, oh, wow, everyone seems to be really loving, you know. Eyelid
1: or yeah, who knows, fur. Fur seems to be big.
0: So I just think that's really cool
2: because yeah.
0: obviously in a weird way, everyone's really feeling this thing and it's not like they've talked about it, but it just... Comes up.
1: Yeah, cool. Suzanne will often say something like, everyone's really in the mood for pink. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. six months later, everything's okay. pink. She'll be like, everyone's really in the mood <laughs> for orange. I
2: know, we're all okay. like, okay. Hmm. And then it's everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she seems to be on the top of the curve. Yeah.
1: But it is interesting how everyone kind of gets in the same groove at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Mm. Anywho,
3: okay. okay well,
0: we are going to do our trials and triumphs and uh, bring you our guest, Jessica Ron Perez.
1: Can I go first this week? Yes. This is Karen. Okay. For my trial, you know, I I keep talking about my guest room I'm redoing, so I've got another trial because I'm good at that. Um, So let's start with the good part, which is a triumph. I bought a bed for the room and it's uh, one of Suzanne Kastler's new beds for us and it's called the wing bed I believe it's very very wide and it's upholstered and so I got it in a natural linen finish it's really really pretty so that's beautiful and it's sized the room's not very large so it's sized um, basically kind of the whole width of the room I'm acting it out with my arms (laughs) y'all can see (laughs) that the whole thing Yeah. Um, So there's maybe two inches on each side of this very, very wide headboard. The bed's not that wide, just the headboard, Mm -hmm. Um, because you're supposed to push your side tables up to this sort of upholstered piece. You'll see it um, if you go online. And um, so it looks so pretty in the room, perfectly sized, perfect fit. Until you try to open the closet door. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
0: Who needs a closet? Whatever. You that, <laughs>
1: it's for guests. They don't need a closet. Um, well, because I got our acrylic side tables, too. Apparently, everything I own is Ballard. It's a little embarrassing. Um, I did have some people over from work last Friday, and they walked in, and they were like, wow, it's the Ballard house. And I was like... Oh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I love my house. (laughs) I feel like it's,
2: it doesn't, I I didn't think your house felt Ballard. Really?
1: I feel like you had a mix of everything, but. Well, it's all from Ballard, but I do feel like it doesn't look like a page out of the catalog you know what I mean I don't know because I you know you pick and choose the things you like I don't know and it
0: does not look like a page from the catalog at all I think your style is more contemporary um in in the sense that you mix really modern with some more traditional pieces Mm -hmm. in a I don't know how to describe it but in a modern way and the other thing too is you have ballard Pieces from so many different eras. Yes. Yeah. 20 years. They look vastly different. So, it, you know, people That's always true. talk like, oh, you don't want it to look like you went to the showroom and bought everything at the right. same store. But in theory, or in a way, Ballard has not been the same store.
1: No, in it hasn't. Each
0: time you're buying something, it's like a little bit different than the time before like mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So.
1: Well, and I was pointing out to someone, might have been you, Taryn, I don't remember, um, that. I have things in my house from Ballard from before I worked at Ballard. So I've worked at Ballard for a whole long time, like 17 <laughs> years. But I shopped at Ballard before that. I left Ballard. I mean, I wanted to work at Ballard. It was a goal. So I have lampshades and things that I bought from the outlet. They're nearly disintegrating now because they're silk, but I love them so much I don't want to let them go. Um, so it isn't just the Ballard I've had for 17 years. It's like 25 years of Ballard in my house. <laughs> so it makes it sound pretty old. Anyway, so in my completely Ballard home, I have the acrylic side tables with the Suzanne Castler bed. It just looks so good except for the closet thing. So I've got to figure that out when mm. I... When I get home, it's being painted now, which is going to be another trial and triumph that I'll tell you about later. Um, So, Uh yeah, yeah. I just, you know, it's like the days of our lives, this bedroom, the saga (laughs) continues. (laughs) Well, that's because you also love a project. Let's be real. (laughs) I just want it to be done.
2: (laughs) You say that and then you'll be on
1: to another room. No, I just want to sit on the sofa and watch Bob's Burgers. That's really my goal in life. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't mm-hmm. that. I don't believe lofty ambitions. Okay, <laughs> who's next? Who's got one? Tara,
0: you got.
2: Can mine be the? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It can be anything. Anything, mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. If it's good and Rolling interesting, my eyes, otherwise, yeah. no. So, a bot. Uh, a table I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline saw it when she came into my house. It's very good looking. <laughs> oh, thank you. It is a console um, that I saw on the trip when uh, for Ballard. And we actually decreased the dimensions because in the factory, which ceilings are super tall, okay. it even looked like it needed to be a little bit like thinner to fit in more homes versus... Yeah. Large it's huge. Person. So it's the dimensions were off, so we actually have trimmed it down since. Um, and it. I think it will be coming out in – It's either in the August, September catalog or the – In the fall? Or in the fall. Cool. I think so. Anyway, it's just got uh, four pretty turned legs, and it's got three drawers, and it's got a nice big shelf. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. I have to get rid of something in order to put it in. Ooh. Well, we, my husband helped me get it out of my car, and we put it in the I'm house.
0: In, I'm impressed it even fit in your car. It's a big,
1: yeah, I mean, big just car, it's long, though.
2: Yeah. Right. It's, it's long and big, this sample one. And we had to, like, lift it up on its side to get it in my back door because that bathroom is right when you enter my back door, so there's not enough space. So we have to, like, lift and turn, and it was quite heavy anyway. <laughs> is this your triumph or your trial? It's both.
1: That's I why I was like have having... cheating now.
2: Okay, fine. I'll come up with another one. <laughs> Yours was sort of the same.
1: No, I had two. I got a new bed, and it was my triumph. And then the closet door was my trial. But it
2: was all I don't feel like ones, that's right? fair. I feel like mine <laughs> yeah. is the same way. Because it was heavy? No, because I don't have a space for it. <laughs> um, okay. um, okay, so
0: my triumph is that When um, our moms were here, they were here Easter weekend for our Mother's Day episode. And um, my mom and I did a macaroon making class. Um, it was so fun. Sirla Tabla has these awesome cooking classes. They have like a kitchen in, their, um, in the back of their stores. I don't know if it's every store, but a lot of their stores. And um, my husband Will and I had done a class before and just for fun. And I just decided that maybe my mom and I should do that. Mm-hmm. So we went and did macaroons and it was so fun. Um, they taught us all these good tricks. And so it was just really fun. You posted and, them on your Instagram, yes. they were really oh, I did. pretty.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll share a picture. Um, I've I, never eaten a macaroon because they look creepy to me. Are they good? What are you I like? some. Yeah, some. she brought some. Yeah, I'm you not going to eat it because it looks creepy to me. Rude. Do you like meringues? Nope.
0: You don't like meringue?
1: Nope. Have you had a meringue? Yep. I don't like meringue in general. Mm-hmm. You're I don't weird. like a egg white something. You're a freak. I know, right? Wait, you know. don't be mean. And if this were all I was a freak about, I'd be lucky. <laughs> but the list is long.
0: But anyway, the story. So, but the- are
1: they? at then when they're different colors, are they different flavors, or Actually, are they all flavored okay, the same?
0: No. Um. So basically, the essence of a macaroon is almond flour and egg whites. Okay. So every single macaroon is mostly made from almond flour. In some cases, if they want to give it a specific flavor, mm-hmm. they add a half almond flour, half some other nut flour. So you could do a pistachio, you could do um, hazelnut. Where do you buy that? Do they sell
1: that at a regular grocery store? You
0: can order it special. Like you could probably get it on the Amazon. They recommend the Cyrilla Table Place, the King Arthur King Arthur almond flour. Um, you can also make almond flour or any sort of nut flour. You have to blanch the almonds or the nuts. And then you put them in your food processor and then you sift out the very finest of what you put through the food processor. Mm -hmm. You only two ounces. Okay. Um, And then you mix that with almond flour. But um, anyway, so then last weekend I made some to bring here to High Point. So I made my first batch and they weren't as good as um, came out in the store, but it was fun. And it's. it's What's the filling?
1: What's the center can part? Anything you
0: want. Oh. So we did two versions in the class. One is a ganache, which is what I made, which is like, you know, dark
1: chocolate. It looked chocolate like olive cream. tapenade. <laughs>
0: the ganache? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, it ganache? Instagram? I thought
1: Not it ganache. looked like. Not ganache. I think and it's it, ganache. You're right, it is it ganache. looked like a yeah. light green cheeseburger with olive toponade. You in are it. S- which, so no, no, no! I don't mean it in a mean way. I'm sorry. Did that seem mean? No, because yes. I, I didn't have Instagram macaroon picture. in my head. You know what I mean? And so I'm scrolling through and it is an unusual filling. So it looks mm-hmm. yeah. like a chunky something. And of course, cause I don't like macaroons. My mind went to oh, olive tapenade. That looks good.
0: <laughs> the reason it probably looked like that is because after I piped the ganache into the macaroon, and it's actually macaron, oh, is the way. you're supposed the right. Macaron, oh, 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 wait, 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 because macaroon is a different cookie entirely. Oh, I oh, love macaroons. What's the difference? They're like coconut.
2: Yeah, they're the coconut pressed ones, and they can be dipped in chocolate. Oh, you know, well, I've seen yes. pictures of those.
0: Okay. Yeah. They're so, delicious. but I mean, you sort of feel like Chiara to <laughs> Lorentz when you're like mozzarella. You sort of feel like an idiot. Is you know? so it say how you're supposed to say it. Then? It's macaron.
2: Like there's one macaron, o. macaron, macaron, mm. macaron. We got it. I think we got it now. I no, I want to say
1: it like 20
2: more times. What if you plural? That's the plural version. Macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a noodle. <laughs> Also a favorite of mine. <laughs> but I,
0: after I pat, piped the ganache into the cookie sandwich, I rolled it in pistachio.
1: Like
0: yes, up. yes, so so that's, that's why it had what, a weird okay. texture.
1: So the yeah. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to insult your cookie at all. I'm sorry if it sounded that way. Fine. I saw sorry. that
2: cookie photo the, and you were like yes,
0: yes.
1: Get well, it too. Well, we
0: me. have like. A dozen and a half over there. So we don't please.
1: Anymore. We have a big spread here for our High Point guests. So yes, they, we do. They need to eat a lot, every one of them, when they come in the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jessica, um, we're like, please eat cookie, take a muffin, take some, take it to go. Yeah, something. Um, anywho, and then my trial. Oh, my trial. Okay. So. Um, we, I have some, I've become obsessed. I've talked about it before on the podcast, become obsessed with antique garden roses. And I have one rose variety in, in your yard, yard, in my yard uh-huh. yeah, that only blooms once a year. So for the most part, I buy repeat bloomers, which means they bloom like every six weeks or
1: two months or something. And in the South, things are already blooming. I mean, things have been yes. blooming in Atlanta for yes. weeks. Okay. Yes. So, and it's only April 25th today. Karen's My birthday? birthday! What? Sorry, I digress there.
0: For we a have second. gone a whole like four hours. Shut! I you happy birthday. Oh, so really We're terrible tell friends. Us?
1: Happy birthday, well, ladies! I, okay. wouldn't, I
0: wouldn't spend
1: it with anyone else. This is a
0: delight. I'm sure Joe is thrilled to hear that.
1: <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, Aww. he's in New York for work, and I'm in High Point for work, and that's okay. I'm old. I've had many (laughs) birthdays and Ah. I'll have a couple more. So it's cool. (laughs)
0: Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Anywho, so my garden roses, I have one in my yard that I didn't realize it was not a repeat bloomer. And guess when it bloomed?
1: Wait, wait, okay. It's already bloomed. She sassy turned. Like the day you were leaving town, so you're mad. Oh, see? Like it blooms I see your bitterness on your face. And it
0: hasn't bloomed I've had it for three years. It has not bloomed yet because mm-hmm. it they takes say a while. up roses. First it, um, oh God, what is this? saying? Yeah, there's a saying it's
1: like, and it's like something, something, and then woof.
0: It's something and then it grows and then it shows. Yeah, something about it. Maybe it sleeps and then it grows and then it shows.
1: I don't know. We'll have to Google it. Sleeps
0: creeps. And then something. Anywho, doesn't matter. It has. I've had it for three years. It had not bloomed yet. And of course, the buds start popping out of the thing like two days before we leave to London. We came back, and all of my roses were completely wilted. And
1: but I'm it'll rebloom, to- right? Next year. Oh, oh! this is your one bush that is not the re-bloomer. Well, okay, so, so I remember, the whole thing. remember how Rape I was complaining about um, my rose bushes? I, I think I did it on here, and I couldn't figure out <clears throat> why they hadn't bloomed. And I planted them about three years ago. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, these stink. I planted them they aren't getting enough sun. I don't know. I was... So I went down and I examined them right after we talked and then I sent you some pictures because I had tiny little buds all over the bush. I was so excited. Then it froze in Atlanta. So there's nothing on my plant anymore. And so uh, I'm angry, yeah. but I'm hoping I have a rebloomer. Otherwise, totally I have to sweet. wait another year. Oh, 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 oh. But you know what is blooming in my yard? It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Gardenias. My peony. Oh, oh. I love that thing. That I love What color? Peony is white with a tiny, tiny bit of pink on the edge. So gorgeous. gorgeous. This way they start in that small oh, that ball. little bud, and then you mm-hmm. bring them in, and they pop up, and they're gorgeous. Anyway. The thing
0: I, too, love about peony bushes is that... Um, whenever I cut them, you're like, oh, this is like a $15 flower. Like, look at all this money. I just this. grew a
1: $15 flower. <laughs> They're so expensive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it yeah. is ridiculous. I was watching on someone's Instagram the other day. Who was it? Uh, someone famous. I don't know. And, <laughs> and she was, um, I was thinking maybe it was Aaron Gates, but maybe not. Um, she was out so a picture of a peony uh, arrangement and she was like at ten dollars a stem this is the most expensive arrangement in the world and i'm like are you kidding me i would not pay that no, i'm ridiculous. cheap like seventy dollars for something that's gonna be dead in a week oh we I'd have an mad. obscene
0: amount of peonies on location when we're shooting your catalog that uh-huh. go to the wholesale florist probably but the wholesale florist is not cheap no it's not they just have more variety misnomer. yeah yeah i mean and they, they have do have things gorgeous things but are out of season yeah so you can buy hydrangeas in december
1: right or, so we can make yeah. it look like authentically right. summer in, in december
0: yeah but it's so sad because in the basement of wherever we're shooting we've literally got a garden shop and
1: you're like oh well, these, i want those i know yeah. I just take them home will anyone notice well, mm-hmm. at the end of the shoot you can, but by then they're, they're dead. They're wilted. Yeah, because no they've been, been shooting the for 20 days and yeah. then everything's dead. They also take... Um, you know, when they do a lot of outdoor shots, this is an aside for anyone who cares, um, but when they're doing shooting outdoor in the middle of winter, um, they have tons of plants they rent or buy, and they like, fill the beds with them and mm-hmm. try to make it look green when Basically, everything's it's dead right. outside. Yeah. Um, so then all those plants that we don't rent, people try to take home and keep alive. It's hard, because by the end of the shoot, you're right, they're not well cared for. no. <laughs> so the last thing on everyone's mind is, how does the fern look? Mm -mm. Yeah. No. Where's the sofa? That's what they want to know. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Mm. All right. Well, I think it's time to get to our guest. I'm excited about Jessica. I mean, I met
1: her um, a little over a year ago, right after she started at her job. Maybe it was a little longer. I mean, the nicest... Coolest girl. I yeah. mean, Laid she's by. like an every girl, and you want her to be your bestie. So I'm so excited that she found time to come talk to us I today. I do love Domino. See. I do too. It's one of my favorite it is one of my favorite. Yeah. If you all have
2: not picked one up ever, you go get one. Should definitely. <laughs>
0: We are so excited. We're in High Point, North Carolina this week. And we have a very exciting guest. We have all been big Domino Magazine fans for years. I think we were all in mourning after it, you know, folded the first time. But... It's back, so it's it's very exciting. Um, We have the editor in chief, Jessica
1: Ron Perez. Hi Hi guys. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. We're pretty excited
3: that we wrangled you into. (laughs) Thank you. I have three beverages in front of me right now. (laughs) None of them alcoholic, unfortunately. (laughs) For you, no. (laughs) (laughs) Later. Too early. early. Yeah, Mm -hmm. later. So you've been at Market for days now, yes, right? Yes, um, I mean the drinking starts early at Market. <laughs> yes, it does. It's like
1: five days of a frat party. Yeah, almost. exactly.
3: <laughs> um, no, it hasn't been. It's been, th- yeah, three days, um, but they're long days. You know, you start at eight thirty and you go until. 11 at night mm-hmm. so what are you doing here though? are you walking around looking for trends yep. are you meeting we, with designers what are you doing we are seeing all the new collections so I think for me one of the most exciting things about uh being here is just seeing all the designers and they're presenting their collections I know you guys are seeing Mark Sykes later he's amazing mm-hmm. um but you know Just seeing all the new collections and the designers put so much heart into what they're doing. I mean, Mm. we're here seeing all of our brands and our partners and we love that. And then just seeing the energy that the designers bring to market is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We were talking yesterday. Well, actually, when we were doing our diligent research <laughs> to speak to you today, we were reading a lot of interviews you had given other people. And you were talking about that, you know, one of your goals and missions in Domino is to really bring the, to bring the newest, freshest, coolest things out there. Uh, To the forefront, so everybody can see them and be aware and get inspired and excited. So, but when you're here or in a place like this, how do you know when you're looking like, ah, yeah, that's the next trend?
3: I mean, it's so I'm here with my style director and our style editor, but we are very much uh, trend spotting. So, we're like, you know, oh my God, (laughs) we're seeing a ton of, you know, dusty coral. There's a ton of like, I would say I call it like pale persimmon, <laughs> um, but looking for color trends, looking for shapes that are trending, um, scale, color, pattern. I mean, endless inspiration. But often our, you know, our stories start. They can start with an art exhibit. They can start with, you know, a runway show, or you know, down here at High Point or Maison or Salone, and we're just always kind of spotting trends. And then when we get back, we just like all get together and kind of see what bubbles up. And that part is super exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it really is that exciting. And I'm always like, if you guys could be a fly in a wall on our edit meeting, because people really bring all their inspiration from everywhere. And we always really do want to be kind of ahead of the curve. So that part is really fun. Um, and I I think we do it. Um, we're closing summer right now. So it's like very exciting. <laughs> So, do you wait until everyone gets in the room? And
1: then, if more than like two people say the same thing, you're like, oh, you know, you know um, what I'm saying, do you need consensus? Or is it like, Mm-mm, no, well, I know hot pink, it's there. Yeah, I mean, it. we
3: let our style department kind of drive that. Um, but I think the great part of being on a team, and I can tell with you guys, you have a great team, is really like everyone kind of, you know, pushes each other and kind of elevates the game a bit. So Mm -hmm. you're seeing one thing, and then at the end of a meeting, you come out of it, and it's sort of evolved into something else. I love that. Yeah.
0: I mean, brainstorming and collaborating is so important because – not anyone's idea is the strongest. It has to be strengthened by other people's input Mm -hmm. and that makes it exceptional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: One thing we're seeing and it's, I think it's super exciting. is like all these kind of odd color pairings that you don't think would go together. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, citron and pink or citron and coral or, you know, lavender and eggplant, like all these colors that you're like, Oh, I didn't know those were complementary colors or, you know, wouldn't have thought to put them together. That's happening so much in fashion. And now you're seeing it in home. It's very exciting. Like spa blue and red. I feel like we're seeing a lot of that. Um, Or mineral and red. Yeah, Century had, you know, Oh, no, Highland House had some beautiful, really beautiful pale blue and red. Stunning. Yeah. (laughs) How many people do you guys bring to market? Uh, We were rolling deep this time. We were five. Yeah. It sounds so it's like you
1: have to travel a lot. Are you on the road a lot? For I'm work? on
3: the road a lot. It's good. I mean, you know, we had our book come out in the fall, so we did a pretty raucous book tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have not come to Atlanta, but we need to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, come no, to we're going signing. to. Yeah. Do you
1: do a signing? Yeah, or signing. how do, you do it? Yeah, yeah, do it at our store.
3: Yeah, yeah would we should. it yeah. will be fun. How yeah. many Let's people do party. the signing? Yeah, party. what?
0: How many people do the signing? Because it's a collaborative effort, right? The book, or is it mostly you? Um,
3: i did most of the signings but i traveled with one of my editors and we you know it was around the holiday time so we we were like oh we don't want just because we you know we don't like to do anything simplified (laughs) we're like oh we don't want to just do a signing we're gonna do like a gift wrap workshop or a floral workshop so we tried to make them a little more like experiential Mm -hmm. um, and that was super fun Cool. I have it yeah. in my office. It's a great book. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Well, let's back up a little bit, yeah. because you have been in the editorial world mm-hmm. for a long time. I, I mean, I tried to make a list of mm-hmm. all of the different titles you've worked at, and it's super long.
2: Mm-hmm. So, But just not some, just
0: in-home. It's yeah, really yeah. diverse. El Decor, New York Magazine, mm-hmm. Food and Wine, Martha Stewart. I mean, big, exciting, cool places.
3: Nothing and but the hits. Right? (laughs) Only the best for you, do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I'm old.
1: (laughs) Finally, someone who's as old as I am. You're probably not as old as I
0: am. Gross. Um, But you, so you live in New York. Yeah. You are the editor-in-chief of Domino Magazine. You've got two kids. Mm -hmm. So we definitely want to talk about that because we get lots of questions from you know, a lot of our listeners have kids and they're trying to figure out, like, how to blend those two mm-hmm. things. How
1: to live a beautiful life with yeah. children running around. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and not
0: being afraid. And um,
1: and I would assume you living in the city, you you know, you'd probably have a smaller yeah.
3: space Constantly editing and organizing. It's, like, a constant battle for everyone. But mm-hmm. I think you have to, like, edit all the time and kind of just... I don't know. I'm... I am always looking for solutions for, like, things that could go super ugly and making them, you know, beautiful or a material I love or, you know. What do you mean? What could go super ugly? Well, like, storage for kids' uh toys can always, you know, you can go somewhere, you know. Tupperware. Yeah, really ugly. Or you can, you know, get great baskets, which is something I'm, like, basket obsessed. My husband's always like, all right, one more (laughs) basket coming in but i don't know somehow having things contained makes me you know feel a little bit like more sane um but also you know containing legos you know i found these like really beautiful simple lucite or plastic boxes at creighton uh not creighton barrel at um container store and it's like okay now the Legos like in the closet look like really organized and nice mm-hmm. and all the colors and it's just like does each okay. color have its own box no that <laughs> my daughter's <laughs> a cool graphic yes. statement yes so we platform. have in weekend. the book actually there <laughs> was someone who organized do. their Legos by color and it's like okay that's very aspirational but like hmm, um, maybe not realistic yeah <laughs> maybe you can, yeah. you
0: can do that when they like come shoot your house yeah, yeah exactly. style and it and out
3: yeah um no, my daughter's into those like little Lego sets. So like each one has a box. So that's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. Um, but yeah, I think it's just ultimately like I'm still in control of how things look in my house. So just you know, trying not to bring things into the house that are like too ugly. Yeah. Does your, <laughs> Is your that husband, husband have a lot of
1: opinions about the way yeah. the house looks? Yeah.
3: I mean, um, he's pretty organized and good. And also, I mean, I would say the tip. And it kind of takes a while to learn it, but, like, if your kids know where things are and where things go and putting things away, then they take more responsibility in actually putting things away. Yeah, so if they can reach you, them. And,
0: how do you, like, like, drive that point? How <clears throat> do you, like, have a cleanup? Well yeah, this is I mean, where that goes. You yeah. know where it goes, put it
1: away.
3: Yeah. It's like all your like crazy musical instruments go in one place and all your art supplies. We have it like divided up so they know where everything goes and it's I mean, it's not always perfect. It's definitely not a perfect process, but just as much as you can, like Putting in some systems Mm -hmm. for order; Mm -hmm. otherwise, it's complete chaos. I remember we had a bin. (laughs) My son's twenty three right now, but when he was
1: (laughs) small, um, one of the bins was labeled "weapons." (laughs) There are weapons, yeah, because there's always it's like a Nerf gun or you know your toy lightsaber or whatever. And I was trying to in my mind categorize. Yeah,
3: it's a weapon. Yeah, so all
1: of your you know your men go here, Mm -hmm. and all of your
3: weapons go. But it helps; it really does, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weapon drawer. Cool. (laughs) You're the best mom ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's in prison now, but (laughs) it's It's
3: okay. We're
0: organized. It's fine. That's all that matters. (laughs) What would you say to someone that is trying to is like, well, I'll just put off decorating that room until my kids are grown?
3: Yeah. Oh, until they're grown. Or I don't know. we highly I know. discourage yeah. it. Or I hear from a lot of people like, Ugh, I'm not going to do anything with that sofa until my kids are like, exactly. don't wait. Yeah. No. Don't because live
1: with ugly. Ugh.
3: Do not live with ugly. Do not live with stained. Like, figure out a solution that works for your family and is something you feel good about because otherwise mm-hmm. it's always going to bother you. I mean, I hear it. All the time, like I do that, but my kids are going to trash it. And it's there's so many solutions now that just can work around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, umbrella fabrics and stuff. Sunbrella, like that. Umbrella krypton, mm-hmm. you know, picking a dark fabric, picking something super patterned. Um, you know, there's just a million ways to kind of, you know, live in an environment that's family friendly but like looks good. A straight jacket yeah. for you yeah, talking, exactly.
0: Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, In one of our, we do these like sort of seasonal interviews, I guess. Um, And we were talking about how um, everyone in the Ballard office, like Ballard office is like tons of moms, Mm -hmm. you know, women who are decorating their home. We're all sort of like on the same page, Mm -hmm. but those moms will come in and be like, oh, well, I have a Lego issue. Like, Mm -hmm. let me solve that. And so something like our Abbeville will come out of that or
1: yeah.
3: Oh, we,
0: like, like we product we,
1: design around problems. Our own problems. Yeah, that's yeah, And I'm, we're
0: not the only company that does that. And so someone has had this problem mm-hmm. and someone has solved it with a solution. Right. So the solution's out there. You just yeah, go it's find it. it. Go mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Figure out which one. Like the yeah, container store.
1: I could spend hours in the container store. I yeah. love that place. It's <laughs> amazing. It, it is, is. And amazing. a lot of my, my whole paycheck could go into the container store.
0: I love it. Who knew? Like plastic and
3: hangers could be so expensive. Well, also, it's the edit at Container Store because you can go, like, mm-hmm. super ugly or you can go, like, they have some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Really amazing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But I always go in there and then I
1: blank out. Yeah. Like, oh, what, oh. what do I need? Yeah, what you know, do you I really have here? to go in with a yeah. mission. I want yeah. to redo this closet space or my yeah. linen closet or whatever and then really fit it to it. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, I have a question for you, Jessica. Yes. So um, Caroline alluded a little bit to um, Domino before, and I mean, people were obsessed. I'm sure you get this a lot, all the time. Did you feel mm-hmm. any pressure stepping into those shoes? How'd you do it? I mean, how did you be like, you know what? I'm 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 a big girl. I am the person for this. I okay. can do it.
3: Yeah. So I wrote for Domino 1.0 first time around, mm-hmm. um, and so a lot of those original editors are also still my pals. So I was very familiar with the brand, the voice, what it was doing. Um, You know, I think what Domino 1.0 did so well was like really scouting things and being kind of ahead of the curve. And obviously people are like totally in mourning, hoarding all their magazines.
1: (laughs) It was weird, it? It was was weird,
3: yeah. But that was 2009. So it was like Domino came back 2013 and it was like, okay, this magazine is kind of edging on almost 10 years old, like, we need to reinvent it. So like, what does that look like today? Not like a version of Mm -hmm. itself. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like when it closed, then like, a million bloggers were copying, like, that type of editorial design started to be very popular. So It's like if you're going to be Domino and you really want to own that voice, you have to push it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're about to launch into a big redesign, um, kind of really refreshing it. We've already rethought the content, but kind of rethinking the look and feel of it just to feel kind of like a fresh version of ourselves. I would say that every time
1: I sit down with your magazine, and we have a lot of magazines Mm -hmm. in the office, right? It's sort of... (laughs) I mean, almost a chore yeah, <laughs> to, to read go everything. All yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, but yours is one that I really get a lot of joy out of. Like, Aww. really, every page has such fun color mm-hmm. and fresh ideas. And yeah. I was telling you right before we turned this on mm-hmm. that um, just last weekend I made one of the big spreads in your. Um, in your latest issue because it was so visually yeah. stunning yeah, and I knew I could do it yeah. it wasn't complicated yes and the photography I was like oh I have to recreate yeah. that
3: I'll be so impressive well to that's my the thing it's like <laughs> yeah yeah we call it adulting <laughs> <laughs> but it's like easy and accessible but always like totally elevated and cool and you're like oh I did that like there's a little bit of like bragging rights in that. Mm-hmm. Even my um. children were impressed and they are never impressed.
0: <laughs> when yeah, like when are high school and you know, college boys impressed with
3: the no. crudite. A crudite spread. Yeah. Oh they were my like, god. did you make well, that or did you buy that? Well, at even Costco? the headline for the story were like, "Oh, hey, crudite." You know, we're like, "How do we make that cool?" cuz something that we were actually all really inspired by. But it often starts with things our editors are inspired by and kind of, you know, I feel really lucky because it's kind of like no rules. (laughs) We're like, yeah, we can totally do that. We're not following a formula. We're, you know, we're just talking about things that are inspiring us. And when we feel really most successful is when we're taking something and kind of reinventing it. But in a way that's just like very appealing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to make a story that people are going to be super excited to read. And like, you know, that's the beauty of Domino, I think, is the imagery and, being really you know being able to kind of dive into those images
0: one of the things i always loved about domino (laughs) is that it seemed like it was just so real to a level you know you read martha stewart or that's just an example there's so many (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it feels it's not really step ahead of you Mm -hmm. you're like oh god I could never be Martha yeah but I could be this domino editor you Uh know like she's my age or Mm -hmm. I she looks like my friend and her apartment is realistic yeah and you and also you get to know the editors yeah like it seems like every editor's apartment totally so you kind of were like oh I know who Jessica is because I saw her apartment less issue or whatever and I just Mm -hmm. I always connected with the Domino staff in a Mm -hmm. way that
1: I don't usually with With others. Yeah. With a magazine. It feels, it's,
3: to me, feels very youthful. That, yeah. Why is
1: that? Tell me why? How are you making that happen? <laughs> Honestly, because well, you're doing something that makes it feel young. Yeah,
3: well, we want it to feel young. We want it to feel like super accessible. Um, you know, for me, it is very much driven by like the people like we're very much inspired by creative people at home and like creative living, you know, like that's very much drives what we do. And I think, you know, that has the youthful energy to it. Um, It's not about a perfect room with, like, shoes at the end of the bed. It's actually about, like, you know, a messy inspiration board or what people set the table with or, like, what's in their fridge. or I think it's just, like, real living but, like, Mm -hmm. a better version. And so that's what you want when you're reading a magazine or or magazines – you know, $13, it's like we want to give people really tools on kind of how to live better, but not in a way that, like, puts you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But when you go and you're still styling those houses.
3: Yeah, I mean. we are. But it's, it's really about, like, how people live. So we, you know, just to give you guys an example, like when we're shooting a house, we're obsessed with the details. It's like, sure, the big, beautiful living room shot, and we want that, and we want, you know, You know the pillows on the bed and the whole thing but like the detail shots what their closet looks like how they hang their coats like what baskets they put all their junk in you know it's like those ideas i think that gives our readers the tools and that's we think about that with every story Mm -hmm. and you know it's a lot about what photos we pick and you know just really telling the full story Mm -hmm. yeah
1: what is your redesign going to look like? Mm, tell us.
3: Spoiler. Oh. We're just starting now, so let's, so let's talk in yet. the fall. Yeah. Tell
2: what I love about the magazine, too, is they make the shopping experience. Mm-hmm. It is so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have easily everything pictured. Yeah. Here's the price. Here's where here's you go it. Yeah, yeah, here's how to get it. Um, and unfortunate for me, that means I've purchased <laughs> many a thing. We're all shoppers. I literally told them a few episodes ago about how I bought... Oh, those earrings. Um, oh, yeah,
3: the they're tassel amazing. Earrings. Yeah. yeah, Yes, yeah.
2: I bought some tassel earrings after reading an article. And hearing it, and I was like, guys.
3: You're wearing tassels <laughs> right, right wear now. I applause.
2: love it. I love it. You are a tassel lover. Well, I love the mix of, you know, the recipes slash the shopping and then you get to see someone's home and it's all so mixed yeah i like your layout a lot for that it's very lifestyle because you're not like oh i'm just gonna flip to the home sections or whatever you're interested Mm -hmm. in Mm too jessica what's the last thing you bought for your house
1: Mm. (laughs) lego
3: bins lego (laughs) bins what's the last thing i bought (laughs) Um, (laughs) glamorous well i'm a bunch of (laughs) things right now um But we just finished renovating my place, so we're still kind of getting getting a lot in place. But I did just buy um, like a pendant sort of. I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't call it a pendant. I'm a little tired. Um, It's kind of like a walled, um, uh, like a flush mount sconce for my kitchen. So, does it go on the ceiling or the wall? It goes on the wall. Okay. Um, but it's kind of like a an exposed bulb, but it's a beautiful bulb and it sits on this like powder-coated um, thing. It's, it's really very cool. cool. Um but I'm currently looking for a light for my dining room. So that's sort of what I'm like obsessing over right now. Yeah. I like, can't stop looking. So this
0: is like your heaven. Heaven. I mean, market. It. Heaven. The, there's just like light fixtures
3: mm-hmm. coming yeah. out. But you haven't found everywhere. the perfect one yet. Um not yet. I need something very specific. Well, what do you want? Describe. Well it to us. I want we'll something. Build it that, for okay. You. <laughs> I want something that so our living room, dining room is kind of all one big space. So and our you know, you walk into that space. So I want something that when you walk in it looks really amazing, but I want something that kind of throws light into a few different corners. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking something with like arms. Um, And high to the ceiling? uh, Yeah, it's not going to hang hang too low. Okay. Yeah. Um, So luckily there's kind of a lot out there right now. I mean, there's like tons of brass options and there's Mm -hmm. a lot. I feel like there's so much with kind of wood and brass and um, lighting is kind of I think taking a lot of inspiration from kind of industrial design and kind of incorporating in an interesting way. There's a, there's a lot of really interesting lighting happening right now. Did you put a lot of brass into your apartment redo? I did Mm -hmm. actually, I really did. And you know, I, I always, I love unlacquered brass. So it really kind of takes on that, like Mm-hmm. patina and and not a patina in a way that looks like dirty it just sort of starts to have life you know right mm-hmm. away so you know you move in you're like oh that's very shiny but not polished and then you know it kind of starts taking on life and yeah. so it's not like ah there's so much brass everywhere and it's not just brass we have like you know brass and nickel and a little bit of copper. So I'm very into kind of mixing metals. Do you have any guidelines for people doing that? Because people are afraid we get a lot of questions about it. Mix it. I feel like people are always stumped by like, well, if I do brass, do I have to do it everywhere? Or do I have some nickel? Or, you know, there's bronze out there. I think just like mix it all up. Because no one's going to come into your house and be like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> that's nickel that's brass make no. a list yeah i mean it's like uh, again n- the idea of kind of no rules and just kind of picking what you like mm-hmm. yeah well, not bringing anything <laughs> what are you looking at me very seriously uh, um yeah. i'm waiting for someone else you know to just following what you like mm-hmm. and that's the thing about domino it's like not being afraid to do it like don't be afraid you know just try it and you know for us we are always trying to find a solution that if you're going to spend on one thing like how to find the other solution that's a little more affordable so you know it doesn't feel like a mistake mm-hmm. like we have a great story um in our color issue and our spring issue all about wallpaper and so we talked to four different designers one of them being the wonderful mark sykes who's <laughs> came, coming in later um but you know, on sort of their favorite trends in wallpaper and wallpaper they love and how they use it uniquely to them, mm-hmm. sort of their style. Um, but then the last page is, um, you know, sort of a trend story and there's all these removable wallpapers. Mm-hmm, so, like, that's something that is really happening um Nathan Turner has a line of removable wallpaper. Chasing Paper is a great company that produces all these incredible removable wallpapers. So there's just like kind of an entry point for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you putting any in your house? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the last thing I bought, but I did just wallpaper my entryway. What does it look so, like? Yeah, it's really cool. Um Is it a secret? No, not at all. Well, you'll see it in Domino, but it's a a Schumacher. It's a Miles Red kind of deconstructed stripe. It's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's um, it comes in a lot of colorways, but I did the white and black because everything like really pops from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And our front door is painted this kind of like high gloss black, so it just all feels like really crisp and cool. And I have a cool brass lighting fixture in there, so the whole thing just like classic, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I'm currently looking for like a really good piece of art for that entryway to just like pop, you know. Good point. Yeah.
0: Um, you since you just did your renovation, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, where you splurged, and where you saved like mm-hmm. in you know it 's one thing with decorating, but in a renovation that 's like yeah a whole it's hard to know too Most if yeah. it's your first time yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: I think um we were very conscious of that, um like the kids bathroom, for example, we're like we 're covering this whole thing in subway tile, and it looks <laughs> great, and I was really inspired by <clears throat> some fixtures that Kohler has, um you know, we picked this like really fun industrial sink that i 'm obsessed with. <laughs> Um, and, you know, kind of taking that inspiration from the subway tile. So we have like this big industrial sink and then we went, um, we kind of, it kind of looks like a really chic, like twenties gas station. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but like it's covered in really That's great awesome. subway tile. We have this industrial sink and then we went with these like black, Um, fixtures in there and the whole thing kind of really works well but it looks amazing and then in there you know we splurged on the um, on the faucets and fittings a bit and it all kind of really works together so we went for a whole black and white thing but I just covered the whole thing in subway tile and it looks incredible but like cheap subway tile not Mm -hmm. like you know not super nice and then my bathroom we went like you know a little nicer. I went a little crazy with marble, but it's good. Uh, um, but you kind of, you do have to pick and choose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Caroline is considering a renovation. So she's mm-hmm. picking everyone's brain for yeah. Yeah. the best practices of renovation.
0: So the drive up here was five hours. So I'm like, Taryn, Karen, yeah tell, tell me, me what you do you think? Yeah. Share all of your different yeah. secrets.
3: I mean, tiling stuff, there's so much tile out there that's not expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, th- for me, I think with bathrooms and kitchens, like, going as classic as possible. Like, going yeah. to a place where you're like, okay, proven, I know this looks good. I know subway tile looks good. Yeah. You know, I know that in my bathroom, you know, you know, gray and white marble makes me happy with brass and, like, I will never not love that. You Mm -hmm. know, I just went super, super classic.
0: Well, the thing about tile, it seems like is there's not a lot of difference between the material of Mm -hmm. a high end tile and Mm -hmm. a low end tile. Mm -hmm. Like it's ceramic tile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But a faucet, the insides are different. Yeah. Plastic versus metal. Yeah. That's something that you don't want to, you know, scrimp on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I kind of, Yeah, I'm not the expert. Things might be falling apart in my house, and I wouldn't know it. Mm -hmm. Don't look at me.
3: (laughs) Um, I mean, there's a lot of material out there now. Like, you know, you can go with Caesarstone, or, you know, it's just picking colors that you know Mm -hmm. you love, that Mm -hmm. you feel good living with. I think that always has to be the starting point. Um, And and then we have another bathroom, which is a little more like of a powder room, and I went, like, crazy Moroccan tile in there. Oh, fun. Yes. So...
0: So it sounds <laughs>
3: like a smaller space. It yeah. sounds
0: like we might be seeing you it will. on yes. a future yeah. issue. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
3: um, so, what,
2: well, what color do you usually gravitate to
3: in our home? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's an interesting question because I yeah I um, I'm always like very into what mood like. I'm creating at home. So like in my living room space, like I want it to be a place where it feels super welcoming. I'm all about like, I want everyone to come in and just chill and not leave and and be super comfortable. So, and be calm. Like New York City is crazy. So I do want my home to have this kind of calming element. So I've always really been attracted to gray and white and calmer colors. But now I'm kind of getting... I'm getting color obsessed. I really am. <laughs> it's all the Legos. Um, yeah. Yeah. So many Legos. Um, but I'm really interested in kind of incorporating some, some richer color so into vibrant. my space. vibrant. Vibrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really into, you know mustard and lavender and citron and all these colors. And I'm just like craving color. Are you um, committing on big pieces of upholstery with these colors or how are you incorporating those bold colors into your palette? I'm eyeing a city right now and I'm kind of thinking I'm going to go for a crazy color. Mm. Yeah. What room will that go Um, in? That'll be in the living room. But Mm -hmm. the big pieces are more classic. So like, um, I love, like, a f- gray felted wool, and I have this little sofa that's upholstered in that, and I'll never be tired of that. So that, with, like, a pop of color, um, it's going to look good. Awesome. I'm excited <laughs> Can't wait to, see to see it. it. Yeah. yeah, that'll be great. Yeah.
1: Well, should we answer some of our... We have some um, listener questions that we feel like you can help us answer because we need experts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's you. I I have to put on my glasses because I'm blind.
0: (coughs) (laughs) How about you read it? You want me to read it? Yeah. This is from Heather. And she asks, we have a beautiful wood table in our kitchen, and I want to protect it. I love using a tablecloth, but we have two small children, and it always seems to get stained or moved. What is the best fabric that looks nice but is durable? Any recommendations for keeping it in place? And how much length should I have hang on the sides? Mm. Thank you, ladies. Mm, Good
2: question. Thank you, ladies.
3: Yeah. Well, first of all, you know. I I say, like, live with the wood table, kind of let life happen to it, you know. But I get it. You want to protect it. Um, So, one, you know, oilcloth is great for, like, when you really have messes happening and there's, like, so many fun patterns. You can go, like, Mm -hmm. you know, great gingham and or you can go, like, more floral. There's, like, lots of merimeco prints that are you know, super fun in oil cloth um, and, and not expensive and super durable. Um, and then the other way to go, I think, is, you know, any sort of um, solution dyed acrylic, umbrella um, that's incredibly durable. You can spill absolutely anything on it and you just get some yardage and then you have it, you know, finished at your local or maybe you're sewing yourself. I I wish I were sewing myself, but I do have <laughs> someone who just like hems things for me when I hosted Thanksgiving, I hosted for – it was my my biggest Thanksgiving – well, was, I've only done Thanksgiving once before this, but it was 25 people and we had all Whoa. these extra tables. And so I just you know picked fabric that I loved and had it hemmed, and it was perfect. It was, like, That's completely awesome. perfect um, as tablecloths and just made the tables look amazing. Um, and I would say I probably went – um, six inches down, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not having it it hang. The
1: roll is, what, 52 inches wide or something
3: like that? Yeah, I don't like it hanging straight to the floor, especially if it's a kitchen and it's, like, a little more casual. Mm -hmm. So having, like, you know, just a nice – I mean, you guys have a a tablecloth here, but just, like, a nice, you know, length so it almost, like, hits your knees, I would say that's sort of a good guide. So when you're, like, kind of sitting there, you know, with a chair pulled up, that it it kind of almost comes to your knees, that's probably a good Mm – a good gauge. Mm-hmm. And Heather, you could consider having a piece of glass cut mm-hmm. to put yeah. on your mm-hmm. table and to protect the wood.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, with a tablecloth?
3: I was yeah. just saying yeah, put a piece or, of
1: glass on the oh. wood if she's yeah. so concerned. I mean, or a piece it, of plexi. You are going to be windexing that all the time yeah. with kids, but still, if you're concerned know, Yeah, your concern but cutting a piece of
3: plexi even, mm-hmm. um, which... You know, would work yeah. really well, and you could wipe it down, and then you could even put a cloth underneath and put the plexi on mm-hmm. top. That's but a definitely, idea. a pattern fabric
1: is going to be way more forgiving than anything solid or yeah. striped. Yeah. Get a lot of pattern in there, and then you won't be able to tell if there's yeah. fruit juice on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Heather.
3: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think awesome. you know the tip of wood, um, sorry, glass or um, some sort of plexi to hold fabric in place is a really good one. I do
1: love Where's oil so smart. Why do you get oil cloth? you just look on the internet? Yeah.
3: The World Mary Wide Mecco, The World Wide Web. Um, Mary Mecca is a great source for that. I mean, frankly, it depends on where you live, but like, you know, sometimes the hardware store has really mm-hmm. good options or mm-hmm. a craft store, Michael's, has good options. So it just depends on what you're looking for. Awesome. Cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask a question yeah. that we do not have written down on our piece of cool. paper. What is it, Carolyn? Yes. I was talking, um, I was catching up with a girlfriend who lives in Brooklyn, and she was talking about how she just moved. She had been living in Queens, just moved to Brooklyn, and she was talking about how she can't figure out how to decorate her living room because Mm -hmm. her space in Queens, that she lived in for many years, Mm -hmm. was a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. So she had gotten all these things that she really loved, but now she's moved to a smaller apartment. She's like, I don't want to get rid of this stuff because I really love it. And Mm -hmm. what if I move again? Yeah. But I can't figure out how to make the stuff I already have work in the smaller space. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out – she literally asked me this, and I was stumped. I was like, oh, storage I facility? really have no idea what to tell you because
1: – I mean, unless the stuff is – I mean, why not just get rid of it and then get new stuff when you move? Unless she's only going to live there a year or something.
0: I think that was her her, like, internal debate. Uh-huh. What if I move in a year or – Yeah. You know, and I've gotten rid of all these things that I like, and then what if I need them again?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, she needs to pick the things she really, really wants to live with and then put those in her home. Then think about, okay, is it worth it to me to pay to store these things? You know, how much do I love them? Because if she does love them, I don't think she should give them away. Um, Also, you know, we're always encouraging people to kind of like, one, only live with what you love, to, you know, take things from your family and from your past and reinvent them in a way that feels like you. So I think it's like taking a hard look at those things and thinking about what she really loves, maybe getting rid of what she doesn't, and then, you know, using the stuff she absolutely has to have around in her smaller space. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, editing. Yeah, editing.
1: Always have to edit in a small space. Totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's her name? Kate. Kate. Kate, always be at it. Ask, we deliver. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: yay, cool.
1: <laughs> All right, do you want to do one more? or is yeah. two enough. I don't Let's know. Do, one more. do you have time Let's for do one another. more? Adjustable? Yeah, totally.
0: <gasps> yay. Okay. okay, This is from Nancy, and she says, um, "I'm moving into a new apartment soon, and I'm struggling with ideas for furniture placement. The apartment has an L-shaped living room dining room floor plan. Mm-hmm. The image is below, so we'll put that on the podcast. Okay, with a hall that divides the room. I would use as the living room." I currently plan to buy a new sofa, so I have flexibility on the size slash style to make it functional, but I already own a dining room set that seats up to six, and I have an electric fireplace, TV stand, both that I want to keep. Can you give me some ways that I can place my furniture items to purchase, oh, to place my furniture and items to purchase to make this space wait, I have a question.
1: Mm-hmm. Is the TV stand and fireplace, wait, is the electric fireplace and TV stand the same thing I guess
3: so. Interesting.
1: Oh, seems, okay. Very unusual, but mm. cool. Or at least it's only
3: one item yet. Oh, to it place sounds like it might be floating, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I right? mean, I feel like an L shape always calls for a sectional, like a good sectional. There's so many mm-hmm. good sectionals out there, um, but a good sectional, and then maybe some something, if not this fireplace tv stand which i don't think is the same thing guys i don't know (laughs) (laughs) interesting um but something to kind of divide the space Mm -hmm. so um whether it's yeah floating Mm -hmm. or maybe you're floating a city really thinking about how she wants to use that living room space like for me, it's always creating like conversation zones. Like I want it. I want my living room space to be a place people really want to stay and hang out and spend time and talk. And um, for me, that's really you know it drives everything, all the choices I make. So how you really want to live in that space? What is that living room going to look like? Because when you have these open floor plans, it does sort of lend itself to you know a more casual. Furniture setup. That said, you know, you can add, you know, formality with like a beautiful pair of chairs and a table in between. I think you always want to think about like how people are going to be using the piece of furniture when you put it in the space. So if it's a pair of chairs, always having a nice table to put a drink down or to read a book or, um, and then the sectional maybe can help really define that space. I think that would work really well there. It's
1: interesting to me that when I'm looking at this layout, so It does say that it's an L-shape. It's really kind of a a rectangle with a kitchen Mm -hmm. sort of in the middle of one of the long walls. Um, But they've got the dining room set up over to the left mm-hmm. of the kitchen why not stick the dining room set up over in that bottom right hand corner and then you'd have a regular kind of rectangle space mm-hmm. for your living room instead of dividing your living room in half with that door mm-hmm. I know listening this probably doesn't make much sense yeah. take <laughs> a look at it um, you know it seems to me you would it capture this space that's all together too. for your living area mm-hmm. and put your dining room over in that nook that's already segregated. I don't know.
0: The I think the biggest challenge is going to be where to put her TV mm-hmm. thing because if she puts it on one end it look like it looks like it's going to be way too far away from her sectional, mm-hmm. right? Cuz the
1: sectional would be in the L shape. So right. um oh, I- <laughs> should, um, well, we ha- we should hearken back to Bunny's advice, which is don't put all your furniture against the wall. Stop Agreed. doing that, everybody. Yeah. It's a bad idea. So maybe sh- having we, some floating. Yeah, moments. you could have yeah. a sofa in there, or maybe your sectional doesn't go against the wall. It divides the room out, and your TV yes. is over on the wall over there. So you have a pretty long um, kind of altar table or something behind the back of the sectional with lamps. And it's looking into the room. We yeah, can do or you could layouts.
3: do kind of two parallel sofas, um, kind of straight down from idea. where the dining room is, mm-hmm. and then put a TV against the wall. Right there. Yeah. yeah, that'd be
0: pretty. <laughs> I love a sectional, but I do think that a sofa and two chairs is kind of more versatile in yeah. that you can move stuff around. Especially if this is just an apartment and not a condo. Mm-hmm. So you're it not also depends
3: her on her two lifestyle. Sofas yeah.
1: f- facing each other.
3: Yeah. yeah. That could be really nice in that space. I mean, if she
1: entertains a lot or has kids or depending on how her life is, you know, it might depend mm-hmm. what you want. I love a sectional yeah, when yeah. I'm sitting and watching TV. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm going to have people over all the time and want it to be more of an entertaining space, you would, you, you know, two sofas would be more a little dressier, yeah. I feel like.
0: Yeah. It sounds like our... Main suggestion is float everything.
1: Yeah. Except the television.
0: Except the television, obviously.
1: (laughs) They should come up with some kind of solution for televisions that you could float. I mean, I guess you can, but you see the cord. Like, why can't they make the back prettier Mm -hmm. so the cords are encased in something?
2: Honestly, Taryn,
1: I'm staring at you. Design something. I I don't... don't, you don't design televisions. No, but, but you could. You could do. You don't limit yourself. Television. The sky's the limit, Yeah, The sky's the limit. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Yes. I think two sofas facing each other with the TV on that wall might be the yeah. best way to go. Mm-hmm. I
1: dig it. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely, Nancy, highly suggest you. um, We have this tool, but lots of people have this tool. Use one of those room layout tools. We have it on the blog. You can put all of your dimensions in, and you can drop sofas in and your dining dimensions of your dining set and all that. Move it around. Um, There are also guidelines all over the internet, but also on our blog that tell you okay, you need this much room between your coffee table and your sofa and your, Mm -hmm. you know, to walk around things for comfort. Right. Um, Um, So stick it in there and try it out before you buy stuff so that you don't make expensive mistakes like I do every other week.
0: (laughs) But that tool really is awesome. And I use Mm -hmm. it all the time because you can, if you've been like eyeing a chair, you can put those exact chair dimensions in Mm -hmm. and see, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, that's way too big. not going to fit like I thought it would. So um, you can put in your TV stand everything. in the mm-hmm. room all and of it. everything you're shopping for. So. It is
1: very handy. Yeah, we'll put a link to that um, room planner in the show notes. Awesome. Cool. All right, Jessica, what's your next stop on your High Point tour today? I'm
3: looking at my boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the big no, building? Yeah, going to the big building, kind of, I think uh, I want a little time to kind of run around to all the stalls. Mm-hmm. I found a few gems yesterday but um to kind of see some of those people who are showing for the first time i love kind of seeing and spotting them out
1: do people recognize you and stop you and talk to you or do you have some freedom to kind well, of walk around
3: yeah there's freedom to walk around but we're running into people like every two seconds <laughs> yeah yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah fun.
1: super fun thank you so yeah, much thank, thank you guys nice. let's do the so again <laughs> it was fun yeah. yeah so tell our
3: listeners carolyn you say it. you always say it
0: Just, um, like, where can they follow you and
3: Domino? Yeah, follow us. um, You can follow me at JCROM. Um, Our Instagram, Domino Instagram, is awesome uh we've been posting you know we have all our editors contributing to our stories so what they're out and seeing they're always going to super fun events so that um is really great and i think our social like has such good energy right now um at domino magazine and um You know, just keep an eye on our daily digital content because it is literally killing it right now. It's so good. Um, You know, we have uh, some great new editors on our team. And, I mean, I'm just, like, constantly amazed the site is just, like, looking better and better every day. Um, You know, our team has a really, you know, I think we really have our fingers, like, on the pulse and out and seeing a million things. So um, check it out. Cool. Check oh, it we out. will. So yeah. I'm excited. Really
1: When's your that? next issue out?
3: Um, it is literally closing right now as we speak, but end of May. Okay. Yeah, that summer issue. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Summer so Yeah, I'm totally ready for summer. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Ditto. Thank you guys. I was just looking at all the beautiful outdoor furniture you have in your new catalog. It's pretty yeah, you have amazing. Been or, yeah, it's We've getting got some me. good stuff. Yeah, it's like I'm in the mood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ready we to be are. poolside. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: Especially with this disgusting weather. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It'll get better hopefully. Yeah. Cool. Thank right, you. So thank you. All right. Well, that's
0: our show. Thank you so much for listening. We love for that y'all are spending your time with us and tuning in every week. We really appreciate it. And thank you again to everyone who's written in and left a review. We really appreciate it. You can't believe how much these
2: reviews like make us happy. They do. <laughs> yes. And answering your questions. I feel yes. like everyone who sat down with us has really enjoyed answering your questions. They too. really
1: do. It yeah. genuinely like to... Solve your problems. So mm-hmm. send them. Yeah.
2: Guys, and you get
0: the best advice. Yeah. We have some killer guests coming up this summer. Um, and you definitely want them to, you these get are get like major pros advice. Yes, for sure. So send us your questions. You can just email them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. And of course, check out the show notes for each episode. We'll link to everything we talked
1: about. um, like the room planner that Karen yeah, mentioned. that thing is handy. I have used it many, many, oh many times. Yeah, same. And our president, it's so funny, I'll go in his office sometimes, his name is Ryan, and he's working on this big project, um, a kind of a river house for his family. By the way, we're going to have his wife on and grill her yes. about it. Um, mm-hmm. But so I'll walk in his office, you know, with some big, like, work question you know Ryan what about the P&L and he'll be like hey but look at this look okay here's where I've got my furniture arrangement in the river house and I'm like oh yeah so everyone at the office uses this very helpful tool so get in there very and handy. it's free
0: of course yeah and you can find it in the show notes for this episode at decorate.com slash podcast And of course, please leave us a review, follow us on Instagram and social media at Ballard Designs, and uh, tune in next week for another episode. Until next time, (gasps) happy happy decorating. decorating!